Welcome in to the Football Kingdom podcast. We are officially done with September and into October in the NFL season, which also means that we are about a quarter of the way into the season. Had some interesting matchups this weekend. Chiefs took on the Jets on Sunday Night Football, and this was a matchup that we really felt like the Kansas City Chiefs were going to go into New York and take care of business against the Aaron Rodgers New York Jets. And in a way, they did. The Chiefs got out of the the game with a win and they are 3 and 1, but Tyler, it was a pretty unconventional and weird win, which is a classic Chiefs staple at this point where they just win games that are kind of weird but at the end of the day it doesn't matter this was almost like a freaky friday situation where patrick mahomes and zach wilson switched bodies so tyler i would love to know what happened in this game on sunday night i mean you tell me i especially as a chiefs fan it's it's weird it was a very strange game i i uh yeah, where you were taking that to begin with is we thought, you know, Chiefs are going to go in there, take care of business, and move on. This game felt huge. You know, it the, the crowd was insane. It was a, a huge sellout crowd. You know, the whole Taylor Swift hype. It was electric, you know. It, was, it felt like a much bigger game than it, than it really had any business being in. Uh... I don't know, man. It was it was very strange because Mahomes. I re, re uh, went back and rewatched some throws, and all night it really it didn't really start at any time. Like the whole night, he was really just kind of lofting these passes up. He kept putting all these touch passes up there to to be intercepted. Um, so I don't know if that's a concern or if that was a game plan because it, it's very odd. You go back and watch it; it's it's kind of strange because you I've never seen him do that. You know, but it was basically every throw. You know, he just kept putting all this touch on him, and uh, I don't know if that's a game plan or what, but yeah, Zach Wilson, that's another thing where, going back to the weirdness of this game and how the Chiefs always do this, like how do, how do bad quarterbacks always just show up against the Chiefs? You know, and we're not talking Patrick Mahomes era either. This is forever. <laughs> just bad, you know, teams want to show up all of a sudden against us. Yeah, Zach Wilson did indeed show up. He was 28 for 39, 245 yards and two touchdowns. And he looked outside of the fumble where he took his eyes off of the snap. Zach Wilson looked really good. There's a lot that I think the Jets can take away from this game that are positive and a season that has been anything but that for them. So I hope that they're looking at this game you know, there's, you know, moral victories aren't victories, but I hope that they're looking at this game and going, you know what? We were toe to toe with the defending Super Bowl champions. And to to your point about Patrick Mahomes, I don't I don't know what was going on with him either. Just, yeah, again, under throws all night. The pass protection wasn't really there. Uh, I got to give yeah. credit to the Jets defense. They, we knew that sure. they were good and they showed up and. Again, just a very weird game. You had some very weird, bad 
I'm just going to say it, not very good officiating by the crew. Uh, we can just talk about the face mask that occurred to uh, give the Jets that safety on the Chiefs. And I'm wasn't super familiar with that rule, but this is the one time that I was super glad to have a, a rules analyst on the broadcast. He said that <laughs> the penalty has to happen. The face mask would have to happen inside of the end zone. And it, in fact, did not. It occurred on the one. So it shouldn't have been a safety. But because it was a penalty, you can't review it and fix that. So the Jets were kind of just gifted two points right there. Uh, the other one was the horse collar that was not a horse collar. There was a few things that went wrong on that play. There was a holding. Uh, uh, there should have been holding uh, by the line. There also probably should have been a face mask call by the ball carrier on the on the horse collar penalty. So yeah. I don't really know what was going on, but not a good night by the officiating crew. All in all, Chiefs were able to come out of there with a victory. Not pretty, but good teams win ugly, and that's exactly what Kansas City did. They are, again... Three and one a month into the season. So not much to complain about. The only hope that you have is that these receivers can really get it going. They just they don't have a receiver that one seems like they can get open and two seems like you know Patrick Mahomes really has that kind of mesh with outside of Travis Kelsey, obviously. So while the defense continues to be a top three, four, five defense you hope that a month from now tyler you and i are talking about a wide receiver group that has finally come together and if not we are a month out from the trade deadline you gotta you gotta think are they gonna make a move to bring in a wide receiver to give this offense a a jolt i think you go get juju again (laughs) that's the the patriots aren't using them so They could just pay off the terrible contract they paid him, and we'll take him over. But uh, no, I, I think you're right. I, I, I hope you're right. I, I think that is what'll happen. Because um, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco MVP for the second time this year. I mean, 20 attempts for 115 and a touch. It's the dude is angry run every time. I love this guy. You know, it's just so much fun to watch this guy. And honestly, the the whole running game, you know, for the most part, I mean, that's the Chiefs, you know, for it wasn't for that first quarter, you know, the Chiefs may have been just embarrassed. You know, I mean, Mahomes was 18 for 30 for 200. Like, that's, I, I really hope that it is just him and the, the receivers are just not, you know, in sync yet. And the Jets just have a really good defense. Um, and they just had a really good game plan. And we are going to talk about in a month, like, hey, you know, that was, you know, the start of the season. Things are looking great. Because, um, yeah, like, I think Rasheed Rice is a really good <clears throat> receiver. Got to work on the drops. And Andy Reid said uh, last night that he's like, hey, you know, it's, um, you know, we're still going to give this guy the ball. Like, he's, Typically, he doesn't really say that in the past uh, with other receivers. He's like, yeah, he's got to work on things. He's kind of, you know, 
singing a different tune with this guy. He really believes in him. So that's a good sign. I think that, you know, Tony came out and he had two catches, a really good uh, first down catches. And yeah, I do. I think this team will in a month be just fine. And I honestly don't know where the Jets are going to be. I, I don't know what happened <laughs> on Sunday night where, you know, they just, he completely turns it around. I don't know if that's just a complete one-off and we'll never see that guy again, or if he's finally getting confidence, because that will be huge for that team. I'm not obviously buying it yet, but we'll see. I, we'll see. I'm not buying into it either, but if they can get Zach Wilson to just be the 15th best quarterback in the league. Sure. This team has a shot at making a run because they're, they have a great roster. Obviously they stacked a bunch of people around Aaron Rodgers when they signed him. So if you can get Zach Wilson to be half of what Aaron Rodgers is, then you're going to be in good shape. Yeah. And the, uh, the story now, you already kind of covered it, but the, the penalties, you know, I hate that that's the story, but it's it's unfortunate because, again, I, I kind of rewatched the condensed version because there was, there was a phantom holding call against the Chiefs that brought back like a 15, 20-yard play where I'm like, just because that didn't happen at the end of the game, you know, it still is a huge play that got called back that was not a holding call. You know, and then there was like two other calls that went against the Chiefs and everybody's like, oh, you know, the Chiefs get all the calls. It's like, well, that's not the case. You know, <laughs> I did. I did find that funny because that was kind of the narrative at the end of the game from some from NFL Twitter was oh, the refs gifted the Chiefs the game again. And yeah. for me, I'm like, did you watch the game? They were bad <laughs> all night. Yeah, for both sides. And it, that is that's unfortunate because. You know, believe it or not, you know, non-Chiefs fans, it happens against the Chiefs too. You know, it's like it absolutely happens and it's still as frustrating it is to you, you know, when you're, it's, you know, the calls are going against your team. You know, it still happens on both sides and I don't know. All we can say is I got to clean it up. It really hasn't (laughs) gotten better over the years. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but. We'll uh, absolutely see what happens there. Yeah. I'm just going to cut to the chase on this next game, Tyler. The Titans beat the Bengals 27 to 3. What is wrong with the Cincinnati Bengals as they go to 1 and 3 after 4 weeks? Yeah, I don't know if they need to bench Burrow and let him heal or if it's one of those injuries where cuz I all I keep hearing is like, "Hey, it's it's the calf, it's a little sore. I'm, <clears throat> you know, he hasn't reaggravated it yet." but he's still running out of shotgun a whole bunch. And I don't know. They have no run game. <laughs> they clearly can't throw it. They scored three points. Yeah. For the uh, second time this season in four games, this right. is a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, definitely has the talent on the roster to make a Super Bowl run. But you're one in three. You have the Ravens that look really good. The Browns are looking decent. And, you know, you're. Before you know it, you're you might be the odd man out in the AFC North, and that'd be tough. That'd be tough for the Bengals. Moving on, 
to Bills and Dolphins. So this was kind of the game of the week. The Dolphins obviously hung 70 on the Denver Broncos a week prior. The Bills, after a not very good showing against the Jets, seems to be a theme. Um, Bills have come out and they're winning football games, winning football games comfortably, and Josh Allen has looked really good. And right now he is the MVP favorite. And he's been, he's been very efficient, not making a ton of mistakes in this game. The Buffalo Bills beat the beat the Miami Dolphins 48 to 20. Josh Allen was 21 for 25, 320 yards and four touchdowns and uh ended up not playing some of the second half because he didn't need to. And Tyler, are the Dolphins overrated? Or excuse me. Yeah, that's what I meant. Are the Dolphins overrated or <laughs> Are the Bills just also a really good team and gave the Miami Dolphins a slice of humble pie this week? I don't know. That that's I think the beauty of the NFL, quite honestly, because they go and just put the hammer on a bad Broncos team, seventy points, and then they got turned right back around and can only score twenty, you know, against you know what I thought was. You know, not as strong of a, of a Bills team, but the Bills come out and take care of business against what everybody was like, you know, oh man, the, the Dolphins are the team to beat and the Bills are like, okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> we'll drop this, 48 on you like it's no big deal. Double digit this points. Is, uh, I was thinking about this. Better. I was thinking about this yesterday. The Buffalo Bills and... The Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins kind of remind me to of the Chargers, what the Chargers are to the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody wants to speak the Dolphins into existence, but the Bills okay. are just like, nah, we're good. We're just going to keep playing really <laughs> good football and just win the division. And that's kind of the vibe that I got during this game was it was a statement game by Buffalo of, you know, you guys keep saying our window is closing. But if you look at them, they still have a really good roster. It's not like it was a talent issue. It's everything that was kind of happening with the team was in the locker room, off the field. So maybe this was kind of their way of saying, we're good. Don't worry about us. Our window's still open. That's what makes it so shocking is that, you know, you're still talking about Tua and Tyreek. Mike McDaniels is, you know, I feel... I totally hear what you're saying. I think you're right. But it's also like, I feel like this group of guys are not going to charge her. <laughs> and, uh, but here they are. You know, you drop 70 and then could only score 20. I think the Bills, obviously, are showing they have a pretty good game plan and a really good defense. Uh, but that, again, goes back to the, the beauty of the NFL. I mean, the, the Cowboys scored 16 against the Cardinals. And then put away uh, the Patriots 38 to three. Yeah. And to speak to that, I actually was really happy with the Dallas Cowboys for, you know, having a dud against the Cardinals and then, you know, having a revenge game or a get right game the following week and actually just destroying their opponent. And that's what you have to do. If you want people to think that you're a good team, are you going to let a bad loss define you as a team are you going to be like eh it happens let's move on to the next game and that's exactly what Dallas did nobody's unless 
unless they just you know cowboy it up a little bit down the season nobody's gonna talk about oh they lost to the arizona cardinals because good teams lose to bad teams it's the nfl that's what happens cowboys do have a really big test coming up next week though against the 49ers a team that they have lost to multiple seasons in a row in the postseason so a lot riding on that for kind of the what the nfl and what people in general will think of the Dallas Cowboys heading into the the rest of the season. Yeah, and with them, I still don't hold a lot of trust with the Cowboys. I mean, they could just keep doing this week week after week, you know, going back and forth. So, so that's uh, kind of some of the highlights of week four in the NFL. Next week, next week is week five. Jaguars, Bills play in London at 8.30 in the morning, Central Time. Chiefs Chiefs and Vikings. Chiefs go into Minnesota and take on the Vikings. And again, I just said it, but Sunday Night Football is going to be the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. That's probably going to be the game to watch this week. Yeah, I was going to say with the, the Monday Night game, Going back to week four is um, Manning cast is the way to go. Uh, Because you got the Packers Raiders coming up on Monday. And I cannot suggest, you know, enough like how good the Manning cast is to watch the guys that they bring on and just their take. Uh, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. I really didn't watch a whole lot uh, late last season and I'm so in uh, on that. So. Especially on, you know, if it's mediocre matchups or Packers-Raiders should be a fairly interesting game, but uh, definitely suggest watching Manning Cast. Yeah, I I, uh, I can't disagree with that. I love Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, but I, I will agree that if the match is a dud, then just flip over to the Manning Cast and have a little bit of fun with it. But that's that's week four. That's a wrap. We will see you next week to cover week five.